0: What's up, and welcome to the Espresso with Erin and Sarit podcast. This is the show where you go for the tips, tools, and the life hackeries to lose weight, gain confidence, and create a life that you are excited to wake up for.
1: Get ready for some tough love conversations that will change your perspective from destructive to productive.
0: We are your hosts, Erin
1: and Sarit.
0: And we're on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same movement, nutrition, and lifestyle habits that have transformed ours. Hello and welcome to another episode of Espresso with Erin and
1: Sarid. What's going on? Happy Continued Momentum Monday. Okay,
0: today we're going to be talking about Think Your Way Skinny. Skinny. Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Here's what I mean by that. Okay, so today, if you've ever been held back um, by your uh, whatever reason you've been held back in your weight loss, if you've ever thought like, oh, my God, is this for me? Am I just supposed to be fat? Is this the way life's going to be? I'm always going to be this way. I'm just I'm big boned or it runs in my family, you know, it's genetic. If you've ever thought those things, they're killing you. So what we're going to talk about today is how the way you think will make or break the results that you get in your weight loss journey.
1: Yes, write this down. When you change the way you think, what you see starts to change. And we all want things to change. Now, the question is, is how are you changing in order for things to change? And I believe that that is probably... One of the biggest misnomers or the biggest gaps with regards to the weight loss industry. And I believe that this industry is not even making it any easier on you because, you know, we're all made to believe that we are stupid because we don't have a PhD in biochemistry and we don't know, um, you know, the nutrient content of blueberries. It's an iceberg lettuce and terms like lectins and, you know, things like that. And, you know, like you think that, you know, like you, you don't understand your body. You think that you need to get smarter in order to understand your body. Now, the real question is, is you need to understand yourself better because your body is a part of you. Your body is the physical expression of you right and think about the mechanics of blueberries and lettuce all day long now let me tell you something you're out of touch with your body you're going to be out of touch with the choices and it doesn't matter from a piece of paper of oh blueberries have 1200 milligrams of antioxidants and blah 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 no it doesn't work that way in order for things to change we need to change.
0: Something you said is being out of if you're out of touch with your body, you're gonna be out of touch with your decisions. This is super impactful because we can think about the science of anything forever until we blue the face, like what's what was her name? Baruch salt. No, violet. Violet, you're trying violet. You're seeing Willie Walker Chocolate Factory. Okay, Andrew, I thought blueberries blue in the face. It's perfect. Um, but you can think about the mechanics all day long and we're wrapped up in the glycemic index, of something or meal timing of something, but we are not aware of why we make the decisions that we make. We are constantly going to be fighting ourselves to make the right decisions because you know that ice cream with. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups is not going to get your goals, not going to get to your goals, like something like uh, salmon and green beans. Mm. That, right? Like typically we know the decisions we need to make, but being out of touch with your body makes it hard for you to make the right decisions. So in this episode, we're gonna give you tools and strategies that you can use that are going to be helpful in you, number one, getting to know you better. Because when you know you better and you're more aware of you, you can make progress in the internal transformation that is necessary for the external transformation. And number two, it is going to help you make the right decisions without having to fight yourself so much on them,
1: Mm -hmm. right? Mm
0: and what I mean by that is when it is, uh, you, when you've just eaten dinner, let me paint the picture for you. <clears throat> you've just eaten dinner. It was glorious. It was such a good, healthy meal. You feel so good, so proud of yourself. You're, you know, on your journey, you're losing weight, you're really paying attention. And before you go to bed, there's something strange that happens in that moment. It's something real strange that happens between dinner and bedtime. Why do I want to eat everything? Why? Why? I don't need to eat. I just ate, but I just feel like if this is if you've had this experience where you're like, oh my God, is there a hidden camera in my house and Aaron's like watching me like you know, munchy and snacky on things between dinner and bedtime? I know between dinner and bedtime. If this is you, put nine eye snack in the comments. Nine I would
1: love to see how you guys spell nine
0: eye snack in the comments. If this is a temptation for you. Okay, so in those moments, how do we control ourselves?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and something that is important just to touch base on real quick is that, listen, is there an importance in the mechanics? Sure, there is. However, you know, the, the biggest, like learning the mechanics is the easy stuff, right? It's like one plus one equals two. Right. Like the mechanics, it's like, you know, within two hours, you can have a basic understanding, you know, especially if you've been through any of our programs like, you know, that and, you know, I share this with you because a prime example of, you know, if you look at this country, America, the greatest country on the planet is the most overweight and the most obese and also the most Sick and heavily medicated country in the world. Now, of course, other than the fact that you know, big pharma controls the country, and there is you know just a huge agenda with regards to that, and that's not a part of today's discussion. You know, like for example, it's a part of every
0: day's discussion.
1: You know, let's 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 just do a case study of you know, let's think about a, a, a you know, um, the average American woman who is you know, 42 versus the average French woman who is 42, okay? Now, if you've ever been to France, you know that baguettes are a huge part of it. Like, they eat baguettes with jam, and butter for breakfast, you know. Like, if if you know that you love Nutella and you've had Nutella, go ahead and drop an N. You know, like, yes, you love Nutella here. The French lady loves Nutella there, too, You know, like wine with dinner, all that jazz. Why is it that the average American woman weighs so much more than the French woman? And the French woman does not deprive herself of Nutella. She does not deprive herself of baguette. Um, You know, she drinks her glass of wine with dinner. Why is that? Is it purely just the mechanics? Sure, we can talk about the quality of the soil and... Yes, there's some truth to that. However, Not something that happens very commonly in this country is that we're extremely, be, because of the fast paced American way of living, right? Which is faster than anywhere else in the world by far, right? Just how we are as an American society. Speedy Gonzalez. We are, we are we're so focused on, you know, this thing this thing this thing where you know we we we're completely out of touch with who we are as a person we're completely out of touch with our food and that is a huge gap that we need to fill in right i actually want to ask a question okay
0: huge gap we need to fill in okay Mm -hmm. hold that Yes. the question that i want to ask you for you to consider for yourself is when was the last time I ate a meal when I wasn't doing something else at the same time? When was the last meal that I ate, not snack, like when was the last meal that I ate that I wasn't doing something else at the same time? I wasn't in front of the computer, I wasn't watching TV, I wasn't scrolling through social media on my phone or texting somebody, I wasn't like running around getting the kids ready for school. When was the last time you sat and you literally all you were doing was eating and paying attention to your eating. Maybe having a conversation with somebody else that's there with you in person. Fine. That's, you're still there. You're still present and eating. When was the last meal that that happened?
1: I think for Americans, it, it probably happens when they go out to eat. Just from what I've seen.
0: Like to a restaurant?
1: Yeah. Even, even then, like, you know. Even then people are on the even phones. Even then people are on the phones. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, right? So, like, when how we do one thing is how we do everything. So, number one, if we're going to be out of touch with you know, like a meal, we're going to be out of touch with our nutrition. If we're out of touch with our nutrition, you know, chances are that you're out of touch with other things in your life, like your relationships, like who you are, right? We uh, got some
0: answers here, too. By the way, I okay. see um, grade school, uh, tough question, great are you kidding me wow you know so yeah it's hold like, on hold on also can't remember yesterday afternoon okay cool, cool great right, cool. okay November, we got a never yeah we have a last week okay we have a thursday okay
1: thursday
0: okay. yeah got it so you know few and far between for most of us very far in between never for some this is not judgmental
1: this is just to create awareness Awareness. You. Yep, that's it. That's all it is, right? So, you know, if you feel like you've, it's not even a matter of feelings. So based on your response, let's say, okay, you've gone, you have identified feedback that you are out of touch with how you eat, set an intention. Like, how can you do this a little bit better? okay, maybe forever, maybe the intention is, okay, you know what, one meal per week, I'm going to challenge myself to be present. That's a great goal. You know, it's a great goal because, you know,
0: even if it's just like we teach in any of our programs, all of our one-on-one clients and our group coaching programs, anything that we teach is very much do one thing because how hard is it to think about one thing? It's like, Scale of 1 to 10 believability. Another question for you, hopefully not as hard to answer. In, in your belief, 1 is no way, no how, can't even fathom it. I don't even know how you imagined that this is possible. That's a 1. 10 is absolutely no doubt. In my mind, it's happening. What is your level of belief that you can, at some point this week, Create one opportunity for yourself to sit down and be present, fully present with your meal. One. Scale of one to 10. Put it in the chat for the comments.
1: And because this is also so social, something that I could see, you know, a lot of people running into is, oh, now if I do that, then there's some boundary that needs to be set. Maybe you need to have a conversation with someone. Right? Mostly it's just a conversation Because if this with yourself. is social, it is also environmental. Unless you're the only person living in your house. You know?
0: Even if you're the only person, even if you have other people living in your house, chances are there's a point in time where you can be by yourself. Whether kids are sleeping or what, like, school's about to be out. I don't know how much longer they'll be in school or at a camp or at a friend's house or something. Like, that. Usually, if we want it bad enough, we can create an opportunity for that. I see a lot of tens. I see one eight. I see one seven. But a lot of tens, right? Like one thing, one thing. And this doesn't have to do with like the way that you think about things, kind of, actually. Um, This has a, a lot more to do with like being present, which is one of the tools where you get to create connection with your food. Your body is going to respond differently to that. Um, and part of the ways is how satisfying that meal is. If you're connected with it, you, you can register I ate versus if we're busy doing things, we're not registering that we're eating and it doesn't keep us full for very long because we're so busy doing other things that our, our, our mind and our body connection is, um, less than optimal Mm
1: -hmm. so yeah i mean food is physical energy food is also beyond physical energy and you know like our presence and you know just our way of being has also a lot to do with how your food is being processed you know like the the environment that you're giving for your food will create your food expressing itself in a different way so for example you know if you were to show me two people who eat the same diet okay who exercise the same amount they're on the same exercise plan one of them is you know like in a harmonious environment and you know it's just completely positive positive. and we want to share with you one way to shift your thinking today, because if you shift your thinking, you shift your life. Versus the other person, okay, coach. Mechanically, I'm doing all the things right. Like I'm eating right. I'm blah 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 blah. I, I feel stuck. Why is that? Because all yeah. that I
0: got lost in your um, comparison between the two people.
1: So hold on, I'm I'm still comparing. So one, so two people they're following the same. Let's say. Nutrition plan, exercise plan. Mechanically, they're doing the same thing, right? One person is, you know, in a harmonious environment and is coming from a state of gratitude with regards to anything, any given obstacle. Wow, okay, great, I get to solve that. Versus, you know, the other one, like Debbie Downer, Oh my God, I can't believe I have to eat clean. Oh my God, I can't believe I have to work out. I'm so tired, blah, blah, blah. Guarantee you the way that is food, guarantee you the way that the food is going to be expressed is going to be different. Okay, so what we're about to get to next is going to be that thing that is going to allow you to have your food be expressed in a positive, positive manner. And I truly believe that this is why French women can have a baguette and butter for breakfast and still, you know, like maintain a lean, maintain, like if you, if you go to France, you're going to see that most people are pretty slender, right? And they will like super tight stuff, <laughs> right? Meanwhile, you know, like in this country, we are extremely overweight. And I'm not telling you that you should be skinny because if you know anything about ES Army, you know that we're here for, you know, strength and empowerment. And whatever makes you feel strong and empowered. However, let me tell you something. You're overweight, you're obese, there's no empowerment for that. Yeah.
0: And let me, like, hear what you're saying, Okay, So you could eat literally the same thing as, like, what, how they eat in France. You could eat literally the same exact thing. But with our way of living versus their way of living, our way of thinking versus, and this is generalized, okay? we get it? It's very generalized. Versus their way of of living and thinking is going to be physically, outwardly expressed very differently.
1: This is why in the country where people die the most, people are the most overweight they've ever been. You guys, like... How does that make any sense? How does well, that make it, any sense? It's right. What so you
0: mean? It makes complete sense. Like the way that we live, the way that we think, the way of
1: course, right. Because of the way that we live, because of the way that we behave, because of the way that we think, it doesn't matter whether we out diet or out, you know, surgery, anybody in the world, it is because of that mechanism why we continue to become overweight, why the standards continue to decrease. While we're almost gonna get to a point where cholesterol medication is gonna be put in our water because you know now 20-year-olds have high cholesterol. Why is that?
0: You know what I think is the biggest culprit, actually. I'm thinking about this right now in like this is America specific, right? The majority of the people that watch this video are in. United States of America maybe some um, in like New Zealand um, or Europe or UK, something like that. Um, but the, I think the biggest culprit, are you ready for this? If you, I'm, I truly believe you can change this one thing, everything will change besides your attitude. Attitude is one thing. This is the other thing is instant gratification. Because if you think about it too, one of the biggest reasons why we're, we're so stressed all the time, which contributes to weight gain or, or having a hard time losing weight, is because we're going from one thing to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing. We're never present. Everything has to happen now. It's all urgent. We're always busy. And it's like, go, go, go. Mm-hmm. Whereas, um, and we want things now. We want things yesterday. Amazon got a package to your house The same day sometimes or overnight at 4 a.m. or whatever it's like yay and when and some people even have the habit of you know shopping when they feel stressed or anxious or sad or whatever and it's like if I can get something immediately it like cures a feeling that I'm pushing down that I'm not managing myself um same thing with eating emotionally binge eating it's I'm suppressing an emotion I don't know how to otherwise deal with. So I'm going to eat about it.
1: Or I'm going to drink about it. Or or I'm going to shout about it. I'm going to porn about it. 100%, it.
0: 100%. And that's not to say you're a bad person or anybody's a bad person who does that. What I'm saying is that we have not um, made the internal transformation. We've not. Thought to ourselves, how do I manage this myself? How do I face this head on? What is the actual thing? Again, this is awareness of self. What is the actual thing I'm suppressing? What is the actual thing I'm avoiding? What is the actual thing I'm trying to hide from or sweep under the rug? But I'm doing these other things to not, you know, have to deal with it. Okay. It could be judgment. It could be um, abuse. It could be, um, whatever it is, we, you know, we want this instant gratification. And so when that translates then into the weight that we want to lose, it's like, I also want it instantly. That's why people will pay $10,000 for a weight loss surgery, but not 6,000 for a year in our inner circle program, because why a year in our inner circle program requires work. It requires you to face your demons, but what it does is give you freedom. By the way, if you're interested in it, let's drop a link. Can someone from our team drop a link to something? Is there an inner there's circle application?
1: Somebody on our team on here. Um,
0: I'll I'll find the link to the inner circle application. Drop if IC to.
1: too, if you're interested.
0: Good, IC. Okay, amazing. So anywho, you know that's why we'll pay so much money to have a quick fix of some kind, or that's why you know these like body wraps and things are so appealing to us because it's it's an instant result. The unfortunate thing is thinking in terms of instant gratification. So this to the topic of today, which is our thoughts. If we think in terms of instant gratification, we are literally setting ourselves up to fail again. And what happens when we fail again and again and again is we lose hope more and more and more. And then we think nothing's going to work. We think we're broken. You're not broken. Nothing's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. Somebody just needs you need help. From somebody to help expose what the actual cause is that is giving you the effect that you don't want.
1: (sighs) Nothing is wrong with you. You're just out of touch, most likely with you, with your body, with your life, and everything around that. And and, and it's cultural, right? Um, So, you know, just to give you a shift in perspective, you know. How do you embrace the process when maybe you've covered things up under the carpet for so long? Listen, just like dust, the same thing happens with our emotions. You know, you're out of touch with you. You're out of touch with your emotions. Once, you know, it's being exposed, it's just like a carpet. You vacuum a carpet every single week, you won't have to, like, vacuum your carpet as long because it's, like, relatively whatever. You know, maybe your dog, like, Pooped on the carpet this morning, and there might be an extra smidge for you to your dog Callie poop on the carpet this morning. My dog Callie pooped on the carpet this morning. She sure did. Yes, did. <laughs> Present! Right, so it happened, right? Or you know, like, or maybe you know, something fell down, whatever. Right? However, if you haven't like vacuumed your carpet in like a year. It might take you three hours. Like, you might need those special carpet cleaners because your white carpet now looks like, you know, a different shade of gray or, Brown. you know, or, or maybe, you know, like your vacuum keeps getting stuck because you're putting it on high pressure and then it like gets all smudged up and then you gotta pull stuff away and you gotta, you know, toss it in the trash and get back at it. So, you know, like the more things that we have to uncover, the the more it's going to take more time more effort and more energy and because it is so not a part of our culture because we live in a culture of instant gratification like everybody you know okay like you know put me under surgery i'll drop 70 pounds within a couple of months i'll be good to go no you won't because the same demon is going to come back at you unless you change your being your habits are going to same. Your habits are going to be the same, which means that you're going to get to that same time. Mm-hmm. right? And change, you've got to change, right? So like in order for you to change, you have to, it all starts with how do you think? So, you know, as you go into today. I
0: already with, gave you a nugget. One thought process is delayed gratification.
1: Yeah. You know, whatever it is, oh my gosh, I can't believe Karen just told me to delay my gratification. I'm so hungry. I want to eat my lunch. I get to eat my lunch in two minutes because I am working towards whatever it is that you're working. You know, like the energy that you put into something is going to be what you're going to get out of it.
0: I want to like highlight the difference that you just said right there Mm -hmm. was like, I have to wait versus I get to eat my lunch in two minutes. I have to versus I get to. I have to wait my lunch or I get to eat my lunch in two minutes. Have, I would love to know for you guys too. What do you think is the difference between you have to and get to? Just like mentally, what is the difference between you have to and get to? I have to do something versus I get to do something. I'm waiting for your responses in the chat, by the way. And this is actually like the major highlight of today's conversation is the have to versus get to. We just went on a couple of woo Andrew. No, we, we like,
1: we, we uh, let these on cold free so you can have a clear vision about it.
0: Okay, get to is a reward, yeah. attitude, freedom. Getting to is a blessing. I like that, Nicole. Internal choice versus external rules. I like that list. Okay, I got positive. We got reward yourself by getting to. This is a huge shift. Have to mindset puts a lot of extra stress and pressure on you. I love it. Have to is negative talk. Get to is a blessing. Have to is a duty. Get to is an opportunity. Bingo. Is that Julie? Julie. Have to is a duty. It's like, oh, it's like force, right? I have to. It's like I'm being forced. Something's by force, and that's never pleasant. I get to. It's a choice. Mm-hmm. It's freedom. It's pleasant. It's an opportunity. So you can take the same sentence exactly and just switch one word. And your attitude about it changes completely. Somebody said attitude. So like, I have to work out, I get to work out. Imagine the shift that you will have in your life if you changed all your have to's to get to's. Try it. I would actually love to know what's something you feel like you have to do. And what I want you to do is put in the chat, I get to. Maybe it's like, have to take my kids to school. I get to take my kids to school. Thank God they get to have an education. I get through is like, wow, this is so wonderful.
1: Yeah. So the one feels like there is force applied upon us. The other one feels like there's no force at all. It's a choice, right? So think about this. What do you think will be able to break through faster? Something that has more resistance or less resistance? Like if you were to break down a wall, do you think it would be easier to take a sledgehammer and break down a wall that is thin? Or do you think it's going to be easier to break down a wall with a sledgehammer? Like, like dry
0: light versus wood. concrete.
1: Yeah. Concrete, three layers of concrete.
0: Versus one thin layer of dry light. Yeah. <sighs> that and, you that's, and, and
1: your behavior is a byproduct of your habits like it or not. You can know all the things in the book. However, by the end of the day is life, you, your life today is a byproduct of your habits, for better or for worse, right? And you're as you're building habits, as you're letting go of habits, right, which that's what happens in any transformation journey on a thought level and on a physiological level. You face so much less resistance when you go from a place of choosing rather than feeling like you're forced to, to do something. Just like when you were a child, what would be the level of likelihood that you would actually want to wash your dishes? if, Let's say your mom said, uh, Linda, today you need to wash your dishes. Otherwise, mom is going to be really upset. Versus, Linda, may I ask that you please wash the dishes today? Because if you do that, we are going to get to go to Disneyland on Saturday. Whoa, what a shift. By the way, your mind is no different than that of a child. The only difference is that children have no filter. They're, they're still their authentic self. Because they haven't been through enough life to create barriers. The older we get, the more barriers we face. So, yes, maybe we, we do this thing. However, our, on a deep level, our response is still the same way. Right? When we know that there is a reward on the other side, we're so much more likely to do something. Versus us you know, telling us that we got to do this thing. Imagine if you
0: use this with your children as well. Um, Be mindful using it with adults. If they've not agreed to something and you tell them you get to do something that might not go over well. But if you you tell your kid, like, you know, hey, Sam, you need to put your shoes on so we can, you know, head to school. Versus, like, hey, you have to put your shoes on or, you know, you have to get your lunch or you have to. Like, if you start using that with other people, too, like, their attitude is going to be different about it because you're you're shining the light on a positive perspective of the way to say that thing. And now let's relate this back again to like weight loss, body transformation, right? All of the things we think we have to do that are so strenuous, and we don't like them. It's because we feel like we have to do them. Nobody's forcing you to do any of these things. Nobody's forcing you to eat a salad instead of pizza. Nobody's Forcing you to go walk on the treadmill. If you're an American, you're blessed with choice. So you get to do it. Wow, how incredible is my body that it can squat, that it can pick shit up on the floor, that I can sit down and stand up and lift these bowls up to the cupboard while I'm doing the dishes. Like how incredible of a creature am I? That I get to move my body, that I get to feed myself respectfully with food that my body's going to appreciate. How incredible. Like, if you took that perspective, even if it feels a little cheesy at first, it feels way better. Mm-hmm. I don't care how cheesy it is. It feels way better.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. By the way, for anybody who is listening, let's say you're like, okay, my mind is going in thousands of different directions and I feel overwhelmed because I don't actually have a plan on how do I execute because there's so many things that I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about the pizza. I'm thinking about the workout. So if you know that you need help with a plan and you don't currently have a plan that you're working with um, or on, go ahead and drop plan in the chat so that we can help you to put together a plan. Because if you don't have, like we say, sell to plan, plan to fail. Simple as that. You know, like, don't have a plan, you're like a leaf in the wind, right? Like the wind goes this way, you're going to go that way. Wind goes this way, you're going to go that way. Wind goes heavier, life gives us more adversity, you're going to be pushed back even more, right? So it is about having a plan that works for you while keeping those things in mind. Because, you know, what if you haven't worked out in like a year or maybe three months, right? Like, yes, I I get to work out today. However, like, then there comes the mechanics, right? Like, from a working out standpoint, like, what does it look like in a way that serves your body, right? Or, you know, maybe you're like, yes, I get to my lunch and I'm going to be present, I'm going to have like salmon, carrots, and you know, string beans and sweet potatoes. Meanwhile, you've been struggling with emotional eating for 15 years. You know, like, there are so many elements that are involved in this. So all that to say, if you know that you don't have a plan and you'd like help putting together a plan, just go ahead and drop it in the chat. We'll be happy to do our part in case that you need any help.
0: Do you want to give them your email? So they can... Reach out.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's totally fine. You can also feel free to email me, so be at com. If you drop the plan, actually, that will be better.
0: Like you could find a better
1: Um Yeah. Yeah. And we can connect. Okay. So, as we're wrapping things up, because I know right in the subject I'm, line, help me. <laughs> yes, please. Help me serene. <laughs> okay, so wrapping up everything that we talked about today. you want to you want to change your body or you want things to change. you need to change. Yeah. okay. By the way, I just want to throw this disclaimer out there. If you're not
0: open minded to taking the coaching or like putting in the work, don't send an email. Yeah. We show up all the time on these videos. Like you can digest and absorb. If, some, if you're not ready to be coachable, it doesn't make you a bad person. Okay? What I'm saying is only email if you're like, I'm ready. I, I get to do something different. I get to change. And I'm ready to be open to the possibilities. Um, because if you're not, we really cannot help you. Okay? Mm-hmm. So that's the only disclaimer that I say there. We have to, you have to be ready or or there's nobody can help
1: until you're at that point. Yeah. Okay. So in order for the outcome to change, you're the captain of the ship. Ultimately, whether you know it or not, it's just a matter of, are you consciously choosing to be the captain of the ship or are you letting the wind take your sailboat wherever it goes? Okay. You've got to make the conscious decision of I am in charge for better or for worse. Whatever body I have today, I created it. Sure. Granted that society makes things harder for me because it got me out of touch because the school system didn't teach me any better because mom and dad didn't know. Listen, it's nobody's fault, right? However, what's in the past is in the past. Let go of it. All we've got is today, right? So we got to make a choice right now. And the choice is what do I want? And, who am I choosing to creating you know like you let's say you want to drop fifty pounds L- let me tell you something, you being fifty pounds less is not the same person that you are now, and I believe that that's probably one of the biggest you know actually challenges to overcome thoughts- because we think that we are still gonna think the same way, Things gonna are gonna be the same no. You living in a different body means you are living as a different person in a different life. Things,
0: the way you think is different. Your habits are different. Your routines are different. Maybe some of the people you hang out with is different. The places you go are different. If you think about it, like how a fit person lives, if you put yourself in a fit body and you say, how do they live versus how do I live? It's different. So you still be you, but you'll be a version of you that has different behaviors, thought processes. The way you talk to yourself is different. All of this is different. So that's, that's the real transformation. The weight loss is, should be a byproduct. The only way the weight will stay off is if it happens as a byproduct of the internal transformation that you do.
1: 1000%, okay? So, you know, one small step to lead you in the right direction is, you know, whatever it is that you're doing, go from a different state, okay? A state of this is my choice rather than this is a force that I've got to break through. Okay. I get to work out. I get to wake up at 6 a.m. so I can move my body because I can. Amen. Hallelujah. Versus, oh my gosh, I can't believe it's 6 a.m. already. I'm so tired. I got to work out. You're going to have a pretty workout. Of course you are right? Like, and then also how you do thing is how you do everything. So this is like even beyond it's like, Oh, like what? I had a great workout or I had a shitty workout. You want to have a great life, have a great attitude. Anybody who lives a great life has a great attitude. It's not about, Oh my gosh, they were so lucky. No, it's about how you respond to life. How do you respond to adversity? How do you respond to challenges? What is your outlook on life? Yes, I'm so excited. I get to drop 50 pounds because I'm sick and tired of being in a body that does not truly define who I am. It's the level of responsibility. Yes, it's a shift in how you operate, right? And it, I see way too many women and way too many people blame their body. Dude, it ain't your body's fault. It is the operating system that made the decision for the body to be in a compromised state that is their fault. However, sometimes it may not be your fault if you didn't know. By the way, if you found value in today's, inform- in today's you know, content, if you are like, dude, my sister always complaining, she, he, she's, she's tried all these you know, diets for 20 years and every time I call her to see how she's doing, I hear her complaining. Do us a favor, please share it with her. Don't say. do us a
0: favor. Do her a favor.
1: No, do us a favor so that we can help her to get enlightened.
0: Do her a favor.
1: Yes. On on behalf of us, do her a favor. (laughs) So that she can get enlightened. Okay? Linda! It's time to start shifting things. Stop blaming your body. I see so many people blaming their body, blaming their spouse, blaming their this. No, you chose it all. You chose your spouse. You made your kid. You chose to live in that house for better or for worse. Let's own where we're at, regardless of where we're at. And do the best that we can to use today as an opportunity to help us to get ahead. Bingo. The question is, how far do you want to go? It's all a choice. Okay. <laughs> That's I'm it excited. for today's conversation. You
0: guys rock. Thanks for joining us. Uh, like Sarit said, share this with your friends, family, loved ones. Um, let us know the bad guys. If they don't want to hear something or if it stings them or doesn't make them feel good, because you need to hear it. Yes. And if somebody shared this video with you, comment their name in the comments and give them a huge shout out because they did you a huge service. Yes,
1: Army Strong. Let's be the rising tide that raises all ships. All right, crew. Be
0: Peace. great,
1: everybody.